morning routines don't work. Yeah, they don't work. Routines work, habits, creating habits is very important, but from, from the point of view that, like, for three years, for the past, not three years, for maybe for the past six years, I've been just a type of guy that I just really try to optimize my, like, for example, morning routines, waking up early, just, for example, meditation, stuff like that. And in the last two months, I just really tried to experiment, or not last three months, I really tried to experiment with different kind of habits that I was even using and see whether just elimination of them would have any significant impact on on my action and even the results that I achieve. And what I have found out is that like actually eliminating few of the, the habits has had a significant impact on my short-term results. I'm not sure about the long-term, but I'm just gonna share with you a few experiences. For example, I, I eliminated meditation, I eliminated like just all other stuff that was working doing in the beginning of, uh, in the beginning of the day. And now I just pretty much, the only thing I do it when I wake up is just I wake up, go, come here to the desk, have a coffee and start working. So, and with that being said, like the lessons I've learned from meditating for six years, I just kind of know about them and I acknowledge them. Like they're very, very positive from a certain point of view. With that being said, it's just really focusing on the results and on the things that are actually going to bring you results. And meditation itself, it's a, like a, it's an aiding factor. It's it, it can help you have the accomplishment of certain things because it enables you to be more focused. But at the same time, it's just, okay, not as beneficial to you as actually doing the work itself. There are many things you could be working on, but just few that have disproportionate results, returns. And the things that actually have disproportionate returns for me are actually engaging with the work itself, not just trying to optimize all of these other things, just just giving, your, the, per, giving yourself the permission not to be perfect. And one of the permissions that I gave to myself was not to be perfect with my habits and with my morning routines. And what has this reflected in was actually me becoming more perfect in, in the, the main main game that I was working on because I had more time to invest into that, more effort, more everything else. So in terms of my morning F, uh, routines right now or how, how I would tackle that, just, just like don't worry, complicated, wake up and start working. Like there's nothing else. Just just freaking decrease the time from the time when you wake up to, uh, to the time when you start working. And like that's that's the greatest benefit or greatest thing that can positively influence your results um, in the short run. And in terms of how, how long you're perceiving, like also just staying consistent with the with the things you're actually working on, like in terms of just expecting, even if you grind your ass off for 10 to 12 hours every single day and just have significant outputs that you can then back tra track back that you actually know, okay, I, you, for example, read, you, for example, outreach these many businesses, you, are, you, for example, read these many books, or you have, for example, these grades in school from different kind of assessment you actually, you actually worked on. It's it's about the long term game. Even for me, I just want to see the results come into fruition in the next year or so, like six months to a year. I know that I probably won't see much, much results of that, for example, thing in for these six to six to twelve months. And I, at the same time, it's like the, the results are kind of delayed from a certain point of view, but. You kind of know that if you're just like super consistent with the inputs that you have every single day for a long enough period of time, like eventually these results will catch up with you, and then you'll be even surprised like where are these results coming from? And it's just about keeping the loop tight and just keeping the momentum so that you're expanding it every single time. I guess that that's what can really bring you the highest disproportionate returns from my point of view. Doing more and spending less time thinking. 
that's great. Like just do more and think less. I mean, I guess like there are times where you should really focus on both in terms of if you're working a lot on the bad activities, like there are two, two facets to this, this equation or this, this statement that I just said, like if you want to make progress forward, you have to do the right things and you also have to do the, do the things you're doing right. And you need to do both of them if, because if you're not working on the, the right things, you're going to be working on the, you're going to end up working on the wrong things, which would mean that regardless of how much input you actually put in, you're going to get outputs that will won't anyhow help you to actually achieve the goals, which you're optimizing for. This also implies that if you have, if you're working on the right things, but you, you're not doing the work right, you're not doing it correctly, then this also won't result in any, any this also won't result in any positive results for you or for your project. The biggest thing here is that once you already establish the direction in which you want to go, then it's all just about you and, and for example, waking up and just, for example, there have been times in the past where I've just always tried to optimize certain things I was working on. I just always thought that there would be a more efficient way how I could do stuff. And I was just always trying to work on the business, so to say, but I never, like what I really fell short on was actually doing the boring work, showing up every single day and actually doing the boring stuff that will be driving myself forward or driving my, my, like all of the things I was working on forward. Great, greatest learning from, from this part, doing more and spending less time thinking is very important. Just, just freaking go a lot and do more. And the more you do, the better you get. And in terms of thinking, like it, maybe a few times a week, if you just find an hour here and there, uh, a few times a week, or maybe a few minutes here and there, and just really rethink if this is the, 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 the right focus on you, on what you should be actually spending your time on and focusing on and investing considerable amounts of energy and everything else, all the resources that you have into. If the answer is still yes, then just keep rolling with that and just keep keep taking action relentlessly. Don't fall takeoffs, don't stop in the middle of the runway. This is a metaphor that I thought about yesterday as I was preparing the notes for what I'm even going to be speaking about uh, in these short videos. But just I just see so many different people or even not many people, but it happened to me even in the past that, okay, I just made a decision that I would, for example, follow through, follow through on certain goals that I had, but then I just had to stop my takeoff in the middle because I, I didn't have the capacities to actually fulfill those goals that I've set for myself. And it, it's kind of like great. It, it's, it's important to pivot when you know that you need, you need to pivot, but at the same time, it's just great to be able to at least have a great idea and rethink whether you're going to be actually able to follow through the goals that you've set for yourself or whether there's a great chance for you that actually the direction or anything else will change and, and like what, what's really your chance of actually following through with the resolutions or with the goals that you've set, set for yourself and for me like just doing full takeoffs is very important so don't stop in the middle of the wrong way just rather take one plate one plate in the air at the time and, and just keep it uh, keep this up for for a really long Screw time what other people it. think about you we are afraid of other people seeing us fail uh, this is why this will most likely happen uh, this will most likely happen and this is maybe just a different point of view on I've even drew up a similar drew up similar topics and talked about similar topics in previous videos but at the same time it's just okay like we are afraid of other people people seeing us to fail 
And if that happens, like what else strangers in your life? Like, that's great. You're maybe perhaps even like thinking about this from my perspective in, in the year of 2023, just being really afraid of maybe like the thing that I would have done differently, or I'm really aiming to do differently in the upcoming years, upcoming months. It's just like really trying to be more focused on, my, on myself. And regardless of whether I succeed or fail, just really the being satisfied with the work that I put in, regardless of what happens in, on the outside or regardless of what other people think of me, because living a life with the expectations of what other people will think of you, I mean, like, like that, that's not, not something you could be really cons- um, like overthinking about that. It's just like defeating the purpose of actually you, de- you doing any progress because you're trying to do stuff for other people when that doesn't matter at all. Like just, okay, doing stuff to impress other people, there's no... Bring, bring, brings nothing to you. There's even this quote from Will Smith, I guess, that people are buying things for money that they don't have to impress people that they don't even care about. I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. This is not the exact quote, but okay. Like, a lot of people are doing this. Like they're, they're spending money that they don't have. They're spending focus that they don't have just to impress people that they don't even care about in the first place or that even the people are not caring about their lives in the first place because they have just so much collateral and stuff that you're trying to figure out and problems that you're trying to figure out and all in their lives in the first place like that's great if someone just watches watches your video and starts to laugh like that's his freaking thing like it it's not not your thing it's like just being having the courage to go out there and be ridiculed having the courage to go out there and collect as many haters as you as you want or as you as you need in terms of just amplifying the positive and negative message um I've spoken to one person who has worked at, at a big tech company and to just see him go through a, uh, through the stage of being a very small startup to actually scaling to a pretty high number. And in terms of, of that context, like the problems will just, just compound. Like the more satisfied customers or the more customers you have in general, the more satisfied customers you're going to have and at the same time the more unsatisfied customers you're going to have and that's that that stays the same so screw what other people think about you and just just go ahead i guess and like just just be concerned with what you think about yourself and if if what you think about yourself is aligned with your vision then or with the things that you're doing every single day then i think that you were going to going in the right way right there treating it as treating it as a year of foundations 2024 so essentially like just a year of foundations i guess just just take into consideration that even if i invest these 5840 hours into actually making progress this will still be just 58.4 percent of the actual workload that that will be required for me to get get me to the starting life line of actually being considered an expert in something that i'm doing i'm working on and then just build a gap from there and maybe another 10,000 hours to actually get enough sufficient experience and all the stuff that I'm working on and just, just scale it to, to a sufficiently high, high enough level. So just being okay that, for example, where you're going to see the returns maybe somewhere later down the road, it's great to rack, rack, rack results immediately, but at the same time, just being prepared, for example, like, okay, categorizing every single year and just being prepared that this year might be the year that you're going to be actually grinding your ass of it and that you're not going to ta- be taking perhaps even any vacations and you're going to be not, not you're going to be working weekends and just all the time that you have, you're going to be freaking investing in, in actual growth. And you're just knowing that these foundations that you establish in these first months, in these first years are going to set 
groundwork for actually scaling the, the type of a sub skyscraper you want to scale because if you want to scale a skyscraper there's there are different foundations if you're building a house or you build different foundations if you're building a one-story house versus when you're building a second Burj Khalifa that, that stands 800 meters tall. If you're building Burj Khalifa, you're going to build foundations that are 80 meters deep. On the other hand, if you're just building a, a one-story house, your foundations might be like, okay, let's say one foot high slab of concrete. That might be enough. But if you would just try to build a skyscraper on one 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 foot deep uh, like a slab of concrete, that that skyscraper would fall immediately. So in terms of just really treating it as the year of foundations, I know that like like the type of things I want to be working on in the future, I just like freaking need solid foundations that I can just stand up on, and I, I just like will know that these foundations won't melt beneath my feet and just won't crumble and i i'll just freaking know that like i'll be able to trust those foundations pretty good in the upcoming years that come and regardless of anything i just know that the, the highest expected value for me in terms of just everything what i want to experience and work on will probably came come in the next seven to ten years and just being very open with that maybe like the, the highest expected returns i can really expect will happen in the next 20 to 30 years great when i'll be 50 hopefully i'll be still jacked that's that's important for me i'll 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 be pumped if i'll if i look like the rock when i'll be 52 i'll still be freaking jacked i mean he's doing trt or something like that i'm not sure what specific he's taking but i'm not sure if i'll i'll be willing to do that with me just kind of limits your personal freedom a lot as well you heard my back. Oh, never mind. Yeah, so it's just about you to pretty much establish these foundations for the year and just like become very clear about what you want to spend your year on. If this is next year, it should be the year when you just make the progress forward. So just be it. In terms of just, just making accurate expectations, let's say if you're working... It's hard to say. if it, Let's say if you're working 40 eight hours, uh, 48 weeks in a year, which means that you're taking vacation for, like, let's say, let's say 50 weeks, 50 times, 40 hours a week, that equals like just about 2000 hours. Uh, so essentially, yeah, if you're working 50, it's just about you, about how much effort you actually, are you actually willing to put in, like just grinding in and out and just putting 2000 hours in of actual work is freaking hard. But it's just about the, the heart that you choose for yourself. Would you rather choose the easier road right now and then make your life harder down sometime in the future? Or would you rather just, just swallow the, the pain right now and just get it out of the way so that then you can focus on different kind of opportunities that might be more aligned with the skill sets that you create because you actually go through the, the stuff that many people don't want to go through. It's just a decision that you need to take. And I kind of... Um, uh, yeah, it's just like I'm making a different type of a decision and I uh, like don't really expect any types of returns. Like not expect, I know that the returns will come. And like, don't take me wrong. I'm like just doing this also for financials and for for everything else. But at the same time, I'm just like more focused on the long-term vision rather than trying to monetize now my audience or just something like that uh, and, and get five figures a month from that, like extra five figures. Okay, I don't need that right now. I'm more focused on the grander vision of what we're building right now. And that's probably more important for me than anything, than anything else. Optimizing for an exchange semester in Australia. 
<laughs> this is a great one. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm taking it or if I'm going to be really optimizing for that, but there, uh, like if I'm going to go and, and take the route of taking the master's degree in, in, into which I'm already accepted, the marketing master's degree here, uh, like the 10th best in the world or so here in Vienna, I'm going to be optimizing for an exchange semester in Australia because there are many universities in, in Australia, for example, the University of Sydney, Melbourne, and also uh, technology in Brisbane. Queensland and perhaps I would like to I really wanted to go and study there even since I was like 14 years old which is eight years ago and just doing that would I would, I would feel really happy about like just going here uh, from the life enjoyment I guess part I'll probably just keep grinding there anyway but I just want to really be I just want to experience that just being there for a half a year could be pretty fine and yeah, it's for me. It's just about the optimization that I'm making. So optimizing for an exchange semester in Australia. What should I say? <laughs> uh, yeah, like kind of. Once you have a specific goal set for yourself, then it's just about optimizing the decisions you make on a day-to-day -day basis, and also the kind of opportunities that you really go all out in, just to increase and maximize the chances of you actually accomplishing that goal and that's pretty simple like that's it like there's nothing else to do so i guess pretty simple not being stuck in the middle having more personality things i like and i don't like this is great this is very closely tied to being an actual human being and having a personality and i guess like this personality slowly builds up the older you get because you start accepting certain things and you start start rejecting certain things as well in terms of, for example, relationships or mainly like the, the activities that you're engaging in versus the one you're not engaging in and you're prone to and you're not prone to. Just being some type of a person. For example, for me, the type of a personality that I want to even build for myself is just being a really robust worker in terms of the amount of work that I'm able to do and even in terms of the leadership skills that I have in order to be, influ in order to be able to actually influence other people and and excite them about the opportunity to actually work on something that would be way higher leverage than actually what I'm able to create. So not being stuck in the middle, I guess, makes a big difference. Just being more polar, just speaking to a certain type of people, not hanging out with everyone and not trying to be be a person who's everyone going to be able to just somehow communicate with, but rather just being a type of a person who, who really stands for certain values or certain things and from a certain point of view being really unapologetic about the things that you really think and you you really stand for that's it just i just feel that it's it's a certain part of your ego in terms of just just being the person who you are and having a certain personality as i guess it's great And ego, I guess like ego entangles also your confidence and from, from a certain standpoint, your, your experiences and why they give you more courage and everything else. You need a bit of ego. If you don't have an ego, then it's very hard for you to just go out and, for example, be yourself, attract certain people. Because if you look at all the, for example, like just my point of view, if you look at many, many people out there, like for sure they're in terms of just just decreasing and making making the negatives that ego entails more silent but at the same time just amplifying the things that actually make it for example more fun if you look at many people they have like for example conor mcgregor i yeah he's a person that he, he's a great person 
he's a great person. I, I won't answer this question. It's like every single, I guess, every single person would, would, would answer this question differently. But at the same time, it's just, I guess, like the fact that he's so unapologetic about the person who he, who he is, is just making him such a great, it's just so much, so, so, so much fun to even look at the, the press shows that he had. He was like, as the biggest showman there. And without him actually having the ego, like there wouldn't be so much fun. So I, I guess like just this ego can be really great in, in terms of like certain, I guess like certain professions, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, just if you're leading a team, it's it's kind of great to not have that big of an ego. I mean, like it's hard to say. You have people who have big ego, you have people who have low ego, I guess. But I, I guess like the, the main point here is that having a personality, it's great to have things that you stand for and have things that you don't really stand for because that creates your unique identity and which you really essentially roll with and which helps you to attract certain type of people and maybe not attract a different type of people who might not be more that that much of aligned with you with what you really think, what you stand for and what you volume, are volume, volume. That's just a daily reminder to myself, like, okay, whatever, whatever you want, or if you want to acquire a certain skill, then there's just certain price that you need to pay. And this applies to anything. For example, let's break this down. If you want to get into a good shape, let's say you have to do 300 workouts within a year. If you do this, if you actually do this, and if you break it down, like say you do push pull legs workout and, and you rotate this for 300 workouts, so you do 100 pull workouts, you do 100 push workouts, you do 100 leg workouts, and also like break it down in terms of how much actually sets and reps you're gonna do of each each and every single single thing, and you actually stick to this plan, which is very important, and you do this for a whole year, I'm convinced that you're gonna just make such a significant progress in your fitness that you'll be surprised yourself in terms of maybe just bringing it this to a different realm in terms of cold calls. If you do, let's say 10,000 cold calls, you're, you're going to be one of the best cold callers that's out there. If you actually replay those cold calls and try to improve them. Second part, if you want to become a great designer, uh, let's say in, in Canva or like great website designer, just, okay, make a decision that you're going to decide, let's say the first website and just put, let's say, 50 hours or 100 hours into designing the first first website and then perhaps sell it or design website for someone for free and then do it again do it again let's say you design 10, 10 websites like this in which you put 100 hours of design into one single website after these 1000 hours you're going to be so freaking great that you can't even understand you can't comprehend that the same with video editing how many videos how many hours you invest into editing videos how, how many hours you invest into actually trying to get better at editing these videos and like just really searching for all of these factors and that's pretty simple you just uh, in terms of for example creating websites on, on shopify or something like that learning about e-commerce how, mu how much time do you actually invest into getting more education into educating yourself into training yourself about how to let's say create sh stores on shopify how to sort out logistics and everything else fulfillment whatever and the more you do the better you get and if you just want to increase your outputs, the best way how you, how, how you can actually do that is to increase your inputs. And then just make your inputs, like that's the first part, eliminate the constraint of your energy and time. If you eliminate your constraint of energy and time, then the second, like once you do that, once you actually unlock the flow of water and you, you're able to start catching catching like like a f big chunk of that water, or so to say, it's, it's very hard to even make this metaphor. I'm not sure what I'm trying to create here. <laughs> uh, like let's say, you, you unlock a tap, you know, you have a tap on the water tap and you just, 
How, how do you say that? Like just just turn the uh, turn it on and crank it up, and so the water starts spilling spilling from that the, the tap, and then the second part is just start, start catching out, uh, catch, catching catching water, and then maybe this third part is really trying to optimize your inputs. Like okay, if you're already maximizing the num- number of inputs, number of hours, working hours, anything else, the number of for example cold calls, the second part is is really trying to optimize the volume optimize the, the the methodology you're using to optimize the results for example you try out different cold calling scripts and you see which one has the highest response rate great you, you use the one to which has the highest response rates you for example optimize your working hours you delegate or you get rid of certain stuff that you're working on because you see that that doesn't have any significant impact towards you actually making the progress that these certain activities might be just costing you time but they might not, not be bringing anything positive to your progress or that they, they might be for example optimized for you achieving a different kind of results than, than you want to achieve in the first place for so for that reason they might not be the best short for you to actually be spending majority of your time on that there are many activities where you could reallocate your energy and achieve different disproportionate results than the results you're achieving now being focused on maybe lower return stuff but the the more you do the better you get like essentially you won't start the most efficient the first cold call formula that you're, you're going to try most likely won't be the highest comfort, converting the first website you're most likely going to design uh the first website you're going to design most likely won't be the best website that you can design the first week of workouts or the first workout that you're going to have in the gym most likely won't be the best workout that you'll ever have ever have in terms of technique in terms of how much weight you're going to actually lift but you can get better at these things the more you do them. The more, if you want a want a specific input that that will enable you to do more, is like okay, do more, like do more hours, spend more hours actually engaging in those things, spend more time uh, time uh, time and hours actually reading about fitness, spend more time reading about how to, for example, code, how to uh, design websites, just just fill in the one output that you like to create. For example, you'd like to become the really great great salesperson, and now just spend as much time as you possibly can in actually engaging in sales and just trying to get better at them, and do this for a long enough period of time. Make it and, and do so much freaking volume that it would be unreasonable for you to not be good at that. That that's simple. Just just, just unreasonable volume. Just just speaking. Yeah, thousands of hours. And, and that's that's pretty great. If you just just put so much freaking volume ahead and do this for an unreasonable amount of time, then you'll be surprised of how much I actually achieve within within just a few short years. I guess like there is even the saying by Bill Gates that people underestimate how much progress they're able to make. I'm gonna start once again. People people overestimate how much progress they'll be they be they'll be able to make within a year, but they underestimate how much progress they'll be able to make within three years. That's that's the game. Like it's for me, uh I know that I have like two and a half years until the end of the masters and I just know that with this setup that I have here, I just like wanna free freaking keep grinding all the time. Just I, I know that I'm able to push sixteen hour days here without a stop. And I know that most likely there won't be any single period of my life where I'll be able to do so much work with, with having so much energy and with feeling so much in flow of actually doing all the progress that I'm actually feeling right now. Just being able to substantiate what your goals or your vision with the, all the action that you, you have, like just leaving nothing in your tank and just going freaking all out. 
that's one of the best feelings you can ever experience just just being a person who stands behind behind his actions i'm not sure if i expressed it right but like just being able to substantiate your actions with or your goals with enough action that gives you a great chance to become more lucky because the more you do the like you get simple direct correlation the more you do the like you get so become lucky by doing more volume, volume, instructions. the first part here when you're trying to shut up distractions is actually becoming more acknowledged or just really realizing what distractions are in the first place because they're not like it for what what, what can be a good thing for other person might be a distraction for you in terms of yeah, this can be categorized into multiple different facets or different tabs. For example, you have distractions, let's say that you're just watching social media or you're like other people are texting you when you're doing some other stuff that you need to be working on. For this reason, it's sometimes great to like a, a habit of mine that I started to use is that, for example, I have no notifications on, neither on phone. I have my sleep mode pretty much on every single day, all the time. No, no one is able to, to get in touch with me, which might be hard for other people, but it's, it's even the thing that other people who know what things you're working on and who respect you will be able to accept and acknowledge and understand why you're doing this because you're actually working on something that's way more important for you than actually responding to some sometimes even stupid messages of people sending you some memes or something that will just steer your attention. So just shutting up the distractions, like this could be one distraction in terms of like notifications, shuttable notifications, in terms of if you don't really need them. If you need them, uh, there's an option for you to go in the notification center just to, I have iPhone, so it's different. I'm not sure how it works for different kind of devices, but just just to modify the, the type of uh, notifications you receive. For me, it's the best to just follow I just have all the distractions as of right now just turned off because I don't really need them. Great, that's the first part. Then perhaps it's always about becoming very clear about what you're optimizing for and what's your goal. Once you know what's your goal, then um, even at other opportunities that come your way and try to steal your attention, even like, for example, um, the, the higher you go, the, the more opportunities you're going to receive for, let's say, earning money or whatever else. That is, it's even, I mean, it's not that significant for me right now, but I'm, yeah, I'm feeling it also a bit that there's just like so many great opportunities that come out of the blue. And it's just about me to, to sometimes even say no to really good opportunities for which I would be really happy a few years ago. But now I'm just saying no to them because I just know that if I just keep grinding away on these specific priorities on which I'm currently working on, that that will be way more significant and way more important for me and will enable me to make much more progress than than actually just trying to split my focus into multiple diverse settings and whatever else. So shutting up distractions, very important. And just roll with that. Shut up distractions. Even in terms of there's there, there has been this one study that how long it takes you to just get back on track when you are distracted. And like it takes you just about 30 minutes to get back into flow. When you, for example, someone calls you, someone, you receive a message, you receive a ding from Instagram that you receive them like. I mean, like, I'm not sure how, how single, I, I never had these notifications turned off. I turned, turned, turned them off like four years ago, maybe five years ago. Now, I don't have any notifications there. I, I no notifications for messages either. 
on, on WhatsApp, actually, I have all of my messages archived. They're all of these different, different chats, all of them are archived. Just, just work, works way better for me. In terms of other things, like it doesn't even one of the reasons why I really like it here in Vienna where I'm working right now. It's just, I'm living alone, great. I, I get a lot of energy from actually living alone. In terms of having no roommates, um, the second part is that like focus. Like no one disturbs me here. Um, yeah, there are a few parties here and there. I that 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 kind of messes me messes me up a bit when I'm trying to record a podcast. And then there are other people who are um, just partying downstairs, two floors b- b- below me. It's kind of like sometimes it's a bit dis- disturbing. But other, other than that, I'm able to be super focused here in terms of even buying. Give me a sec. In terms of even paying, like like for example, five hundred bucks for these headphones, uh, the big big Air- AirPods Max, or for example, these AirPods that I have it, have right now, like the noise cancellation ones, it enables you to perform on such a high level. If you're not, if you don't have to filter through all the noise that's coming from outside, and you're just able to reallocate more of your mental capacities to actually just working on the stuff that you have have that you're working on right now, it makes so much. It makes great difference in the stuff that you're working on. So shut up all distractions, I guess. Uh, and the more you shut them up, the the actually the the more you amplify the results you're able to create within a pretty short period of time. Science and technology. This is a pretty interesting topic. And in the recent time, I just read so many. In the recent few weeks, I just read so many different books from different kind of leaders from tech and and science and just like all of these AI and, and all these interesting industries. And it, it, there, there are a few points that I'd like to perhaps mention in, in this specific, this specific example. The first one is that, okay, schools are kind of good. Like in terms of like, we have many people nowadays who are just, just expressing their thoughts about school, universities, etc., etc. The first part that you need to understand about school is your context, where you're coming from. If you're in the US and you have to pay 200 grand for a normal college education, I would definitely think that if I wouldn't just go ahead and try to learn anything, everything myself. Um, yeah, like it's crazy there. On the other hand, if you're in, in, in Europe or in, in a different country and you're able to study pretty much for free, like definitely I would take that take that take the chance every every single time. Like science and technology is very interesting in terms of how much it, it's actually able to how much positive impact it's actually able to create in terms of um like all the progress we've experienced as human beings in the last one hundred years. Like if you know the 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 type of a graph, or if you've ever seen the graph, how much progress we experience as human beings. In the last 10,000 years, the graph went always like this, and only in the last 100 or 200 years, we've actually like gone like this. So it's like, it doesn't really make any sense. We are in the exponential age, and this exponential age has been caused only by science and technology, because 200 years ago, we didn't have PCs, we didn't have microphones, we didn't have... Like the only things we essentially had was, I mean, we had some weapons, we were kind of advanced, but we didn't have majority of the things we treat as, as basic like normal things that human beings used to used to live nowadays it's just crazy to even think about that we have eliminated poverty which which was normal back then and all of this was caused by science and technology so that's the reason why why i think that this is such an interesting area to observe and why even think like increasing the quality of education is very important and just like for example eliminating all of the this different kind of bias in terms of just being super biased to towards non-education 
like that's that's been kind of sparked and uh, i've always been influenced by or in the past which i really think that if i would just eliminate in this this bad influence from many different kind of weird people it would be just very very beneficial to my further process of of growth and just even really thinking about the meaning of life if you want to be person like for example for me if i would get to the end of my life and i wouldn't have somehow contributed the positive well-being of other people or just a positive development of the world towards the direction in which i really think that we are we're bound to go or we should go then i would really feel that my life was somehow wasted and i would never feel so great so science and technology it makes a big difference And in terms of even satisfying your personal needs, as I already also expressed in a previous video, like you can get, like just living a basic life, I guess, like from the terms of what you can get, how you can feel is 80 or 90% of everything what you can experience. Just going to college. I mean, like now I'm just really being very honest. Um, just getting a, let's say great job. I mean, like this is a, it's not play, it's from, from a certain point of view, like playing to lose, but at the same time, if you just compare your lifestyle, if you just go the traditional road and just become a valuable human being for other people as well, you, you live life better than 95% of all the people out there. You can get the last 5% if you're just like really ridiculous, maybe uh, I'm trying to be ridiculous in that way as well, just like really trying to max out everything and just trying to go for the remaining spec that's out there. But in terms of just your, you having a Toyota Camry, the, let's say a three-year-old Toyota Camry versus you having a three-year-old Lamborghini Huracan, like the amount of utility that you're going to be able to get from these two versions is very, very similar from a certain point of view. Like compare that to being stuck somewhere in Bangladesh where you're fighting to survive and you have $1 to, to just buy some, some old bread that you're going to eat. Like, okay, that, and there are millions of people living on, on in those conditions still in the world. And the amount of your, your utility that you will be able to get for spending extra 200 or $300,000 on actually buying a uh, Lambo versus Toyota Camry versus like, let's say if you, if all of this wealth was redistributed more equally in terms of just having extra, let's say thousand people living on extra $3,000, living on $3,000 or yeah, like let's say $3,000 a year. Three hundred people, let's say, yeah, three hundred, three hundred times thousand, three hundred thousand. So let's say three hundred people living on extra thousand uh, dollars a month, or thousand dollars a year. Like that would just change their life so significantly, like uncomparable. Like it's difference for them of being sleeping in the streets and having all these diseases and not having anything to to drink or, or not anything anything to eat, versus actually them being able to have a decent lifestyle. In terms of having maybe food shelter and like just all of these basic needs met and that's way bigger difference for them than actually for you it might be that you feel m m to, to live a more flashy life because you're actually driving a lambo which in the end isn't that comfortable at all maybe just different point of view and, and for me like i just really think that, that like just treating it from this perspective or actually just aiming for science and technology to move forward and just aligning everything with our efforts to actually make it as seamless as possible 
like that's the goal that's worth striving for. And even in retrospect, like I know, like looking now on my life, I know that I probably won't be a significant human being. Great. Because no one is significant in retrospect. In 500 years, everyone will forget about you because they will be just minding their lives and the problems that they'll be facing back then or in the future. Like let's say, okay, they'll be expanding into a new solar system or something. Great. Like that will be a dear problem to solve. And they won't be thinking about you. So it's like, and do whatever the heck you want in your life. Like I mean, like for me, I'll be just very happy if I'll just be able to make at, at least one step or help the humanity at least with one thing in terms of maybe helping other people who will then help other people. And that's that's way more important for me than to just be that kind of weirdo that is driving here about in Lambos and trying to look flashy and just trying to impress other people by the material things that I don't even own but I take photos with. It's like, whatever the hell. I, I don't really care about that. Even the type of people that you attract when you just, just post those kind of photos and just try to flash, uh, it's like uh, the wrong type, of, wrong type of people, I would say. It's not that good in the end. You just spend time with people who are just... It's just... In the end, like, just this is what matters the most. Just making progress and... And... Yeah, it's like... In 20 years, there will be other people who will be perhaps way smarter than I am. Uh, well, like, the new generation. The, the people who are just being born right now. And they'll be probably probably smarter than I am. I'll be in, in 20 years. Great. That's great. That's that's innovation. Like even Steve Jobs said it in his his speech on Stanford in 2009 or so, or 2000, yeah, 2009 or like in those years, that once you once you are the disruptor and then you get disrupted, like you finish college or if, for example you start your life, you feel that everything is great. You feel like the new age, like the, the like you feel like the innovator from a certain point of view. And then tw 10, 20, 30 years pass as nothing. And once you, you get, you find yourself on the other hand, on the other side of the spectrum where you're actually, you're, you're the one being disrupted by the new age, by the new, and you don't really understand that like young guys who are doing or young entrepreneurs or whoever else, like just they're doing things that you can't even comprehend because they have different they have been brought up in a different age. They have had time to master different types of skills, meta skills that you didn't really have time to master. And it's just about you to make the shot. So different point of view. And that being said, I just really want, wanted to emphasize the importance of science and technology and why I think that it's very interesting, intriguing. And I would say like, it's very, very important for us to just focus on that in the long run, not just being super focused, hyper-optimized about our all well-being because in the end that like okay what how much utility are you gonna get for to improve your life for actually having your life okay living a 95 percent life uh to improving it to 97 percent great you're gonna get two percent on the other hand if you're just gonna increase the life standards of a person who's currently at five percent that he doesn't have anything to eat that he doesn't have shelter he's living on one dollar a day and you improve it to, to to the base standard let's say that he's actually able to contribute to his he has a stable work he has a uh, normally, normal like living, etc., etc., and you're able to improve that to, to to that level. That might be a significant improvement from him actually going from five percent to eighty percent. Even though he wouldn't be able to afford, let's say, going on vacation or something like that, it would be still big big impro improvement for him because he would be wouldn't be afraid of actually getting food or just getting the basic needs satisfied. Or that, that's that's pretty simple. So my two cents on that.